You're listening to the Forrester Technopolitics Podcast, inspiring commentary and intelligent insight from experts in the thick of it. Hi, everyone. I'm Mike Walteri, Principal Analyst and your host of Forrester Technopolitics. I'm here with David Aponovich, Senior Analyst and Forrester's expert on web content and digital experience. Hi, David. Hi, Mike. How are you doing? Thanks for joining Technopolitics. This is great. Look, we want to talk about the future of web content management systems. Uh, I think it's sort of a more complex subject than, than people would think because uh, it's not just about the web anymore. There's multiple channels. And where is web content management headed? Yeah, the, the, I think the future of web content management is happening now. And, and we see this uh, changing. Um, it's an evolutionary change. It's been going on for a few years. But you know, web content management itself um, is, is generally commoditized. And the function of managing web content and the technology that does that is, uh, is pretty well baked by most of the vendors out there. Um, and, and how should we think of, how, sh how should I think about web content management? I mean, I mean oh, the yeah, way yeah. I think about it now is like, okay, I've got images, I've got, you know, I've got all this content that's going to come together. Yeah, I mean, it's a, in its simplest form, and this goes back to its heritage, is, you know, how do I manage, maintain, and, and, um, and publish content that goes on my, typically, website? Single channel, you know, unidirectional um, uh, content and information that kind of pushed out to my, my customers or site visitors, and it was really a one-way conversation. So, you know, the, the functionally speaking, content management lets marketers or other people in the business um, publish and create. Well, content. that's interesting that you say it's a one-way conversation because, yeah, that, that, that kind of resonates with, with uh, some of the experiences I've had in the past. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the web's two-way now. I mean, go right? back to the strategic motivations for a website. How do I push out my marketing information or some very basic content about my company? I mean, this is where web content management systems started to come of age. Very simple push out content and make it easy for marketers to do it without having to involve web developers. Um, that's long time solved. Uh, really today it's all about building two-way dialogue and two-way uh, interaction with your customers, building relationships and building digital experience. When I talk about digital experience in the context of web content management vendors and the software that you use to manage your sites, um, no longer is it just managing website, it's managing uh, multiple channels in a unified way. And what so, do you, what, like what do you, when you say multiple channels? Yeah, think about everywhere your customer is going to find you now. It's websites. It uh, could be uh, extranets. It could be uh, your mobile presence. It could be social channels that you control or maybe that you don't even control, but you want to push relative, uh, relevant content out to those channels like, say, Facebook or Twitter. Um, all I, in part in, in practice of trying to build this relationship with your customer in a way that makes them feel um, engaged and feel, feel like you know who they are, feel like you're serving their needs. And frankly, when it comes time to uh, conduct business, that you know, they know where to go and find you. I heard, I saw, I heard about some data the other day that a huge amount of traffic uh, for fashion sites, things like Topshop and you know, uh, mm -hmm. cloth, clothing fashion sites, are heavily trafficked on the iPad in the evening. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, so that that's a that's probably one of the example of one of those changes. Yeah, I mean, we're so certainly the just the function of how do we publish content to digital channels because that's really what it is now. It's multiple channels, and uh, increasingly companies are thinking about how to do this easily, how to how to make it easier to publish to web, to to tablet, to mobile phones, to other channels, um, and they're turning to things like responsive design techniques and other development design patterns whereby they can. You know, truly have a create once, use many times content uh, uh, strategy. Uh, it's not just a content strategy; it's a user experience strategy. How can I ensure that if I'm building a a, a web presence or a digital uh, experience, that 
it will render on a typical uh, website or a typical mobile phone or a typical um, a tablet without having to have separate code bases for each of these, without having to have a, a lot of work to create three, four, five, six different channels uh, or presentation styles uh, or presentation formats. Think about all the different phones that are out there and size of screens. Right. And, and to do that, um, you know, there are ways to get there. One of the more popular that uh, our customers and clients of Forrester are turning to is responsive design. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's certainly uh, 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 not a uh, it's not a brand new topic, but it's something that's coming to the forefront as companies re-architect or rebuild their web platforms, uh, and as they're looking uh, uh, quite frequently to web content management tools to manage the uh, you know the overall presence, manage the content, personalize the content experience, and increasingly deliver to these uh, multiple channels. Uh, so we're seeing web content management vendors, for instance. Uh, Open Text is a good example where they're building um, uh, building their web content management systems to support and enable marketers and uh, technologists to build responsive, designed uh, web presence uh, so that you can create your content and it, it will flow nicely all to uh, multiple channels. And I know you did a wave of multiple vendors uh, yeah. on this pretty recently. How many vendors were in that way? We covered 10 vendors. This published uh, in uh, April 2013. Um, uh, the vendors in there included, uh, not limited to you know, companies like Adobe and Sitecore and OpenText and Autonomy, part of HP, uh, IBM, um, Oracle. These are companies, you know, it's interesting. The heritage of content management um, is, is kind of multifaceted. There are the large software vendors like Oracle uh, and like uh, OpenText. Uh, and like IBM, who've come at this market through, uh, you know, they've acquired many, many pieces of technology. Yeah. Web content management is now simply one of the pieces that goes into managing digital experiences. Um, so it is, uh, you know, this is a heritage of many companies. They're large software companies with a divergent portfolio. They're managing experience. There are other smaller um, but fast-growing companies out there that are doing this too. You think about a company like uh, Sitecore. This is a, a, a web content management company that is uh, also playing in the area of customer and digital experience, uh, with their you know with their foundational tools and their added tools for marketers to to manage personalized uh, engagement. So it really rounds uh, really there's a real rounded uh, group of vendors out there, and it's a very long tail. There are many 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 other vendors that are uh, viable and uh, uh, important in the market. Um, are any of these vendors SaaS based? Yeah, there, there are a number of SaaS-based vendors, or they're coming to market with SaaS offerings. Right. Um, right. This week, we're speaking with the people over at Acquia. Acquia is a uh, for-profit company that um, leverages the open-source Drupal platform for web content management. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Acquia has created a, 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 you know, one of their key offerings that's uh, a new offering is a, a SaaS-based um, site factory. Um, the idea here is that they're providing a SaaS-based platform for companies to build um, repetitive sites on the Drupal platform. So creating, you know, creating standard templates and creating standard designs that um, as a company um, rolls up uh, or rolls out either campaign-based sites or microsites or needs to, you know, repetitively build, and we're talking dozens or hundreds of sites um, uh, of an enterprise, um, easily build these out and manage them in a central location. So that's a SaaS-based example. Another good example that's been legacy uh, around for a long time uh, is uh, Crownpeak another SaaS-based, pure SaaS-based company mm -hmm. for, uh, for content management uh, and doing a lot of additional things in the areas of uh, supporting marketers and supporting digital engagement. So it really runs the gamut from, you know, very large infrastructure-based companies, IBM, great mm -hmm. example of, you know, uh, of, of, of deep portfolio 
that's solving serious business problems, um, you know, to more nimble or SaaS-based uh, solutions that are uh, kind of solving the time and the quick time to market and uh, ease of use for organizations that need to, to push out smaller sites or mid-sized sites. So let me put you in the position of a product manager. Mm -hmm. So you are now a product manager for a web content company, mm -hmm. and you want to compete. What it's, what's on your roadmap? I mean, what are the innovations that you think are coming next or, or the ones that you're at least impressed with now yeah, you know, that I, are going to become table stakes in the future? So I think what, you know, the area where decisions are being made right now around buying software, you know, so, uh, web content management software, since the basics are solved very well, uh, it's a couple of areas that, that really seem fundamental. It's ease of use, it's interfaces that are easy for marketers or business people to use. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's also being able to um, be flexible and integrate with multiple external systems that you're probably using inside your organization. You so mean like data sources? Data sources. Other content maybe, sources? Maybe CRMs, yeah. maybe marketing uh, automation systems or other marketing databases. So content management systems in some cases are um, sitting in the middle of this hierarchy of, uh, of many other tools that are being used by marketers. Uh, and this too distinguishes some of the vendors from each other. You know, Adobe has done a great job at building and buying best of breed products in the areas of not just web content management, but adjacent areas like uh, testing and targeting of mm -hmm. web content and web pages, optimization for ongoing improvement of websites. Um, and these are, you know, these are components that you could buy standalone or you could buy as an integrated set uh, and run them quite, you know, quite easily uh, within your environment. There are other vendors, say Sitecore is a great example that has taken an approach to, uh, they've uh, gone ahead and built quite a few of these functional areas within their, uh, within their core platform. Um, and gone to market, offering it as a, uh, as a, I guess you'd call it a suite, kind of all together and make it easy mm -hmm. for marketers or uh, people who are building out sites to leverage all of these tools and technologies within the same infrastructure, within the same interfaces, and within the same data sources. Um, they do still open up to uh, external uh, connection to other data systems and other applications, but it's kind of two ways of getting at the same problem. How do you manage a multifaceted marketing or digital experience platform? Uh, there are many ways to get there today. What words of wisdom then would you give to enterprises, Forrester clients, searching for new web content management systems? Yeah, I mean, of course they're going to read your wave yes. because that has all the deep analysis of all these vendors. But you know, it's uh, it, there are many tools you could succeed with out there. It's a matter of looking first at what is your strategic imperative, what is your goal, as you want to grow up on the web and do something more serious or significant or differentiate yourself from your competition. It starts first with strategy. What's your plan? Who are your customers? How do you need to address them and create great online experiences across any channel? How do you then knit together the experiences so that it's seamless to your customer and visitor so that they know that if they come to you on a website or tomorrow on a tablet or tonight on their, their phone, they're going to find the same information or, or find that you recognize them as, a, as the same visitor, especially if you already have a business relationship with them. Yeah. Um, and I think that you know moving in that direction is something that's strategic as well as tactical with technology and uh, looking for the right solution to fit your strategy yeah. uh, is really where it's at. Yeah. David Aponovich, thank you for joining Technopolitics. Thank you. You've been listening to the Forrester Technopolitics podcast. Read more about the technology fuel disruption and join the discussion at blogs.forrester.com.